Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts. Hello. How hey, are you? I'm okay. How are you? You're just okay? Yeah, a little tired. It's it's hard being the champ, you know? It is. It's exhausting. It really is, you know? <sighs> we won WWE Trivia. We did, yeah. Here in Toronto. At Tall Boys. There's a group on uh, Twitter, at WWE Toronto, uh, WWE Trivia, sorry. They do events here in Toronto, and they do, every time there's like pay-per-views and stuff, they get in the spirit, and they host this event. People come in, and they do WWE Trivia Night, and we all joked and said, uh, if we brought, as a team, as a unit, as a stable, as a faction, John Pollock to a trivia night, it's t- it's like cheating. It would be unfair. Because John Pollock is a genius and a wizard when it comes to wrestling knowledge. Anything else, I'm, I mean, he's a smart man, but when it comes specifically to wrestling knowledge, it's like cheating. So I show up to meet you guys at the bar, and uh, John's not there. Mm. And I'm like, well, we're not winning this. We're going to lose this. We're going to lose this bad. Well, we didn't. Didn't we were we did pretty good. We were in second place for quite a while, and yeah. then we we caught up, and we won the first round. Uh, the first round we did really well in. It was all about Roman Reigns, right? And we because got, they were donating money to uh, Leukemia Search uh, Research Canada. Yeah, which is um, amazing. So first round was all about Roman Reigns. Uh, we got all but one. Uh, yeah, right, I believe the question was, was how many F fives did it take to beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania from Brock? Mm. And you guys put five. Yeah, and it was six. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the only one we got John wrong. John really round. got that one. Also, there was ones that we kind of messed up as uh, a lot of the WWE 
production, like the movies yeah. that they've made, and you had to guess uh, the name of the movie. They were hard. They were they really were hard. Awful but movies. But I'm telling you right now, John would have got them. Right. John would probably gotten those movies. But then when it came down to like other trivia, like solid, like what team was in 1991 yeah. Survivor Series? I it's seem like, to know every time Big Show was missing from you the did team. Get, <laughs> you did realize that Big Show was two of the answers. And when the dust settled, we we, we are champion. Yeah. And and we don't need John Pollock. We don't need him. So waiting, <laughs> waiting of post wrestling, just remember, you don't need John Pollock. We are the superstars <laughs> here. Let's remember that. Um, no, but it was a great night. Really good fun. I won... I won a $25 bar tab yeah. and a hoodie. I know. Which I was pretty pleased about. You bought me a beer. It's great. Yeah. It's amazing. Well, I, I, did I? Yeah. You just, you just threw it on my tab. You always do that. <laughs> no, I definitely do not you always do that. You always throw it on my tab. I don't do that. I definitely don't. But like, Do you want it on his tab? You're like, yeah, <laughs> we'll figure it out later. <laughs> and then it's, yeah, we'll figure it out when I fucking pay for it. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I was going to pay for it. And then you're like, I won $25. I'm like, all right. Yeah, I'd already spent $10 yeah. <laughs> on the ticket. Like, so basically I covered most of my food and then bought you a beer. You're such a kind friend. Uh, You're so lovely. Um, other than that, how are you doing? Pretty good. We went to uh, the Ring of Honor show. We did. Global um, Wars. I know Matt, John spoke Matt about it on Maple on Monday. Friends. Yeah. Yeah. We had a lot of fun. Yeah, it was good. I always enjoy seeing the, the Young Bucks. I'm a huge mark. I, like, they could wrestle two broomsticks. I'd probably go pay money to go see Yeah. It didn't feel as special as it has in the past. No, I think. I something was definitely off with, like, the... I think the arena was maybe too big for it. I just feel like the past few years... I, I've been to every Ring of Honor event that, it's, yeah. that has come to Toronto since a long time now. And every time they, play, they do a smaller arena, like the Ted Reeves... Uh, it's sold out, it's packed, it's sweaty, it's all, everyone's crazy. Yeah. And then when they do this show, it's like so much bigger that it, you're right, maybe it feels like it's like less packed. But when it's actually, there is still a lot of people. However, they didn't really announce a stellar card no. that would make me want to, you know, go. I would go regardless, but a lot of people... When they see a card of a show that they're going to spend money to, they want they want to know they're going to get their money's worth. Yeah. And I feel like at the show you kind of you didn't because yeah. you got to see maybe two or three matches that were really amazing. Everything else I don't even remember. Yeah, and there's something visually about when so many of the wrestlers are just wearing their t-shirts for a match. I'm like, well, you don't look like you give a shit, so yeah. why should I give a shit? Yeah, like Naito in his shirt. Yeah, but it wasn't just Naito. There were like a few just in their t-shirts for the show and it right. just, it it takes it takes me out of it because I'm just like, ah, it, you're clearly telling me this is just a a match you don't give a shit about. A house show or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was fun. I, I just, I just like we we got to see like the Young Bucks, my favorite thing, faced off against Kushida and Chris Sabin, which is amazing because uh, the Time Splitters and Motor City Machine Guns, it's like a whole thing there. That match was my match of the night, and then we had uh, Super Smash Bros, like you know K Toronto, Canada yeah. indie wrestlers, not super super popular on the American scene. They killed it. With, they were great uh, against Iron. SCU. Yeah, amazing that was match. Really good. And then. You have, like, all these other... I don't know. If you're spending money to bring in guys from Japan to go on a tour, put them, put Naito versus someone in the main event. Yeah. 
And maybe Naito wouldn't wear a shirt. I don't know. <laughs> also, uh, we ran into... We were with John away, and we ran into Mouth. And me and you uh, were in line for a, a beer and a hot dog. And then all of a sudden, we heard Naito's music hit. And I was like, I'm not waiting in line while he comes out. I gotta go see this. So we ran over. And we started... Me and you started flossing. <laughs> just dancing away. Just to Naito's theme <laughs> music. People are looking at us like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's a lit theme. Don't get it wrong. And then we quickly ran, and we got our beer, and we came watch the match, and we were sitting beside Mouth from the law. And Mouth is sitting with us, and we're watching this. Naito mu- music hits again, because he won the match. And <laughs> we explain to Mouth that it's funny, and we joke, we say, it's funny how Naito uses the Rick and Morty theme as his intro music. And Mouth is like, ha ha, yeah, ha, ha, ha. Wait, yeah. Wait, what? The more I think about it, and then he scratches his head, and then just goes in this weird like (laughs) daze, and then like he's like, yeah, it is the same thing. I'm like, yeah, every. I'm like pulling his leg. I'm like, everyone knows it's the same thing. It's the same theme. He got it from that. They got it from night though. Rick and Morty stole his theme. You just saw his mind. His mind exploded in his brain. Uh, so shut up, mouth, for hanging out. That's we cool. also had this group of people behind us who, cl- I don't know if they were given free tickets clearly. or what. Like they clearly had no idea what was going on. They had and no if- idea, and they were at, like the first few minutes, maybe the first match or so. They were like, Haha, "Who's this guy?" Haha, like, "Oh, wrestling." Haha. And then like as soon as like some of the Japanese guys came out and like we were chatting and like realized that people kind of knew what was going on yeah. they were like oh shit we should not make fun of this anymore <laughs> they were it was the SCU Super Smash Brothers match yeah. where they were just listening to the chants clearly and they're like going who's who's FCU oh well i i want the FFB and like cuz right. it was just SSB SCU right. and they're just like confused by all these letters and who are these guys? That's true. Wrestling. They eventually true. left. Like, they were like, uh, not, why, why is this guy wearing a shirt? I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I always have fun at live wrestling events, so I, I can't wait to see some more. Um, I always like the Ring of Honor, New Japan crossover stuff, but I just feel like if you book a better, co- like, if you're paying for these guys to come all the way, then, like, make the card sick. Yeah. Like, how hard is it? Yeah, I agree. Because last time... In this same calendar year, we have seen another Ring of Honor New Japan show. And that one got a lot of people mad. And it was in like the spring, I believe. Because it was Naito versus Beer City Bruiser. Why the fuck would I want to watch that? <laughs> Don't book that. No. Book better things. Yeah. No, it's true. Like, I still had fun. But it was just... Yeah. Sure. yeah. It was great. Um, I think they they need to do a bit more for... like. Toronto is a pretty diehard fan base. Right. And it's... When you start bringing the same thing every time... It's been it's the same like, thing a few times now. So, like, yeah. They, yeah, you need to... You can't just be like, look, the Bucks are on a match. Yeah. And expect it. Like, I'm sorry, it just doesn't work like that. You can't... WWE doesn't go, look, it's John Cena. He's coming. Hey, look, Cena's here. Cena's... Everybody. Yeah. Cena's here. It's like, well, who's he fighting? Yeah. What's the, what's the matches here? Like, it's the same with WWE. If WWE puts on a shit show... If they don't promote it what right, then people don't show up as much. It's a thing. Mm. So Ring of Honor definitely needs to pick up when they do that. But maybe it's because the Young Bucks and the Elite and all those guys are just busy promoting their own promotion yeah. that they're starting. Yeah. So 
They don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not fair, because the match was good. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, what else is new with you? You've, you've started a new job this I've week. I've started a new job this week. I, I took a new radio uh, gig producing and, and stuff, so that's exciting. Um, I am also, you know, uh, recently single again, so that's big news. <laughs> Certainly quieter at night here. At the oh, moment. shut up. <laughs> um, so, you know, I'm lonely and ready for cuffing season to come up. Yep, stop. This isn't your, this isn't your Tinder. This, this, is, like this a, is not what we use this for. <laughs> oh, man, imagine. You're like, hey, I'm 6'1", uh, brown eyes, and got a little bit of a ginger beard. And make weird up. noises. And yeah, make weird noises. <laughs> yeah, sure, shut up. Um, how about you? Um, I... I had Swiss Chalet for the first time. Right. That's good. You've never had it? I've never had it. I popped my Swiss cherry. Oh, oh, I don't that's know. gross. Um, uh, no, it was good. Well, Americans or people where you're from might not know what that is. No. It's like a ch- fast food, not fast food, but like a chain of chicken yeah. and sauce. Looks kind of like a little chef. I don't know what that is. You Brits out there. Um, yeah, it was good. Had the had the festive special. Nice ribs, chicken, white meat, obviously. Gross. Uh, stuffing, cranberry. <coughs> they gave me five Lindor chocolates. That were amazing. Because you're British. Yeah, it was great. Loved it. Wow. Um, saw First Man, Which the is... new uh, Damien Chazelle movie. The guy who directed Whiplash and La La Land. Who's in it? It's Ryan Gosling. It's about the moon He's landing. The moon. Yeah. It's really good. Uh, highly recommend it. All right, I need to check that out. I like Ryan Gosling. Yeah, and you need to watch Whiplash, which I discovered the other day. You haven't seen. Yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's incredible. It's I'm like sorry. my favorite film of the last few years. I'm sorry. It's very, very good. I like Ryan Gosling in Drive. Yeah, that's his best movie because it's so violent. It's good. It's good. Film. It's like not a like if you watch The Notebook, and then you watch Drive, you're like, damn. He can act. Yeah, well, he I'll can just, be lovely and he can be violent. My mom, my mom, I, I'll never forget the story. My mom, years ago, when the Notebook came out, she took one of her friends and they went to see the Notebook. Then they came home later that night. And they're like, "Oh, we saw the Notebook." I'm like, "Wow, that sounds great." Fast forward a few years, my mom is like, "Hey, me and my friend are going to go see the uh, the new Gosling movie Drive. So we want to see it." I'm like, "Yeah, what?" She comes home. Oh, that movie was great. It's like. So cool, chase scenes and action, and it was kind of violent. It was a little cool, it was, cool. It was dangerous. And her friend's like, that was the worst movie I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> terrible, Ryan Gosling, what, what, what happened to him? I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. Like, a few months later, someone's like, yo, man, that Drive movie. I was like, what are you talking about? What, oh, the Ryan Gosling one? I'm like, what? Why would I watch that? It's Ryan Gosling, the guy from The Notebook. Why would I watch that? Finally watched it, I was like, what the fuck? This movie's crazy. He's done loads of good films. He's done some good ones now, but like... No, no, back then, like... Well, I used to watch him on Breaker High. Oh, he's done a load of good yeah, stuff. Yeah, when he was a kid. Wasn't he Indiana Jones? No. He was young was Indiana he? Jones. Oh, I don't yeah. know. He's from here. He's from here. Okay. I, I, it's like a Brit actor being... You should. You would know all about them. Like, he, he's from, like, not so much Toronto, but I think around the area. Right. I know Rachel McAdams, who is in The Notebook, is from here, and she lives in this neighborhood that we live in. We're neighbors <coughs> with Rachel McAdams, essentially. Yeah, I see her all the time. Yeah, she's on her Well, bike. you're single now. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my God. Um, I, my old housemate, 
used to cry every time he watched The Notebook. Of course. But it got to the stage where he put the DVD in and, like, Start the menu boring. screen... Oh, my the God. The music on the menu screen would make him start to cry. <laughs> oh, Lars, is, uh, Lars and the Real Girl, that was really good. Blue Valentine, that was really good. Half Nelson, that was really good. Nice. Half He's Nelson. done loads. He's clearly a wrestling fan. Are you afraid of the dark? Yeah, he was in like the Goosebumps. old school. Yeah, yeah, he was an old school uh, Canadian kid actor that actually. He wasn't. Uh, yeah, he, he was young Hercules, not young Indiana. Oh, Jones. nice. Yeah. Who the hell was young Indiana Jones? That's a good question. Uh, was it Indiana Jones Junior or? Sure. Jones I don't know. Jr. Young Hercules sounds terrible. The Adventures of Young Indiana Jones. This looks good. It sounds awful. We'll review it. Um. Corey Carrier. Nope, don't know it. Um, no, that sounds awful. Well, I haven't seen any new movies lately. I've been watching The Haunted Hill. I finished it, and that's about it. I've just been watching The Office. I'm, I've, I've finally been tired of people sending Office memes and making Office jokes. I've never watched the show. Mm. Never in my entire life. And I got sick and tired of being left out when it comes to those things so I decided to just binge watch The Office to finally realize a lot of jokes and I realized like a lot of people making comments about Dwight and all these I know everything yeah send me your Office memes because I know them I just realized the new season of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia has like been on oh and I didn't realize see I never watched that show oh that you love it it's awesome yeah so I've got that to binge I've spent my whole life watching wrestling I don't watch anything else it's sad it's it's nice to it's nice to watch other things. True, <laughs> <laughs> sure. but as we say that, shall we go into wrestling? Yes, let's talk about wrestling. Um, would you like to talk about NXT or two hundred five? Should we start with two hundred five this yeah, week? Yeah, because got- then we can have the flow of doing NXT and let's do it, baby. Our takeover, and then we will do our predictions. Or takeover war games yes. at the end uh, before the stuff. So let's go in season 205. So 205 live November 14th. We have Drew Gulak and Jack Gallagher versus the Brian Kendrick and Akira Tozawa. Uh, Dasha asks Tozawa uh, just backstage how he plans on working with Brian Kendrick as he has been his biggest adversary in 205 live. Uh, Tozawa looks at her seriously, then just smiles and walks to the ring. And Kendrick's left there on his own, so just smiles and walks to the ring. Uh, Gulak tags Gallagher in straight away. Both Kendrick and Tozawa beat down on Gallagher until he gets the tag. Uh, Kendrick is intent on beating down on Gulak, but he keeps tagging Jack back in. Uh, There are quick tags back and forth uh, by the heels, uh, keeping Kendrick in their corner. Uh, Gallagher hangs Kendrick on the top rope, and then Gulak hits him with a big clothesline. Kendrick eventually gets the hot tag to Tozawa, who fires up and hits a tope suicida to Gulak. There's a missile dropkick for a two-count. Tozawa locks in an octopus stretch on Gulak, and Kendrick tries to hold Gallagher back with a front face lock. However, Gallagher shoves him into Tozawa to break the hold. As Kendrick is explaining to Tozawa that it was a mistake, that he was shoved, Gulak runs up from behind, rolls him up, and gets the win. Uh, We then have the official weigh-in for our Cruiserweight Championship match oh for Survivor my God. Series. Mustafa Ali is weighing in at 182 pounds. Nice. Buddy Murphy, 204 on the Whoa. dot. Uh, Murphy and Ali then brawl in the weigh-in and they're separated. 
Uh, Dasha then interviews Murphy and he says it isn't about their rivalry it's not about stealing the show and it's not about how Ali scratched and clawed to get this opportunity it's about my cruiserweight championship and I would go to hell and back for it and what happens to people who stands in his way actually he feels sorry for Ali whoa Uh, we then get the Lucha House Party versus Mike Karma and Craig Kiesman two local jobbers uh, Dorado hits a crossbody, a cartwheel kick, followed by a hurricanrana. Kiesman locks the, mocks the Lucha House Party, uh, like their chance, and eats a super kick. Kalisto gets the tag and stands on the shoulders of Dorado to hit a splash. Kalisto then does his awful floss, uh, like you and me at the uh, wrestling <laughs> the Naito entrance. Uh, he then hits Salida del Sol to one of them and then kneels on the top rope and hits a sent onto the outside. Dorado hits the shooting star press for the win. Uh, Maria is then on the screen and says that they have unfinished business with the Lucha House Party. The only reason why they're not doing anything to them tonight is because Grand Metalik isn't there and she wants to hit them once and once only. And next week will be Grand Metalik versus TJP. We have a Cedric Alexander promo uh, saying he is looking to build his legacy. And that brings us to the main event of the evening, Leo Rush versus Cedric Alexander. Um, very evenly matched to start off with. Cedric handsprings out of a hurricanrana, um, and Leo starts talking trash. He's going, you think you're better than the man of the hour? He then trips him and slaps him in the face, oh. and then Rush is talking more trash, going, you're going to cry. Alexander hits a big drop kick to Rush. Uh, he then eats a super kick himself that sends him to the outside, and then Rush hits this incredible tope suicida, but through like the corner ropes of the... Turnbuckle, it looks awesome. Um, there's a drop kick to Alexander against the barricade. Rush is now showing his more aggressive side that we saw him build up last week. Uh, he really starts to slow the pace down of the match by locking in a body scissors, hits forearms across the face of Cedric. Uh, Rush dodges a clothesline and hits a kick to the side of the head, but only a one count, and you see the smile leave from Rush. He's getting pissed off now that he can't put Alexander away. Uh, Alexander catches Rush with an elbow. There's a springboard clothesline to Rush. He goes for the Lombard check, but Rush flips out of it. Both go against the ropes, and Alexander hits a springboard kick to Rush, uh, followed by a flatliner for a two-count. There's a beautiful roundhouse kick to Alexander, followed by a roll... Yeah, I called it a rolling unprettier. It was like the unprettier, but kind of... Where he spins? Spinning, yeah. 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 Um, not sure what the name is for that. Uh, but only a two count here. Now Rush is getting pissed. He's going, are you kidding me? Uh, huge right hand from Alexander to Rush, flooring him. Alexander goes for a Michinoku driver, but Rush rolls out of it and hits a Spanish fly. He misses the final hour. Frog splash. Goes, uh, Cedric goes for a Lombard check, but Rush counters it. He hits a seated springboard stunner off the first rope. Like Runs against the ropes, like sits on it and hits a stunner. Nice. It's pretty cool. Uh, followed by a Spanish fly from Cedric, then the Lombard check for the win. Rush has now been defeated. I saw the the slow motion gif of the Lombard oh, check, and he just bounces. He kills Leo yeah, Rush. Yeah, looks smooth. Cool. Like he looks like he dies. Yeah. Uh, he said to Cedric that you know, are you gonna cry? Yeah. Which is funny because this kid, this kid looks like he's like a baby. I know. When he's wrestling. Was it uh, on Raw? Elias was ripping him as well? For, yeah. yeah. Like, he, it's, he should do But it, it makes him right as a heel. It's way better being a heel. Just yeah, this little yeah. shit running around talking yeah. trash. 
he's pretty he, he's pretty great. <laughs> uh, this was a really good match. I really enjoyed this. Uh, their styles work really well together. Um, the show ends with a must, uh, Mustafa Ali promo. He said, "You are willing to go to hell and back for the cruiserweight championship, or well, this Sunday you are going to have to. It's going to come down to your strength against my speed, your aggression against my determination, your anger against my heart, and this Sunday you will learn that the juggernaut is stoppable." Damn. It's the juggernaut, bitch. Uh, I think that's going to be a really good match. Will that be on, on the Sunday. main card? I hope so. I think probably they'll probably though. throw it on the pre-show with that huge tag team Survivor Series match. But that could take up yeah. a lot of the pre-show. Um, but yeah, um, be a good, match. good main event this week. All right. We'll check out 205 Live to see Leo Rush die from a lumbar attack. Yeah. So it looks great. Um, should we go into... NXT. There wasn't any 205 guys on the show this week. Not this week, no. So, uh, let's do that. NXT time. NXT, November 14th, 2018. It's pretty much a, a road to takeover edition. There's a lot of promo videos and stuff. Yeah, so it, it might be a little it shorter. It felt kind of like a hangover today. But a, right. Like a hangover when you know you're going out again that night. Damn. True. That's me every night. <laughs> uh, Mia Yim versus Bianca Belair. So if you watched last week or listened to us, these two teased each other. Uh, Bianca interrupted an interview with Mia Yim, the hottest new signee to NXT. So now we're going to get the match between them. Um, Bianca Belair is crazy athletic, is what I wrote right away. Because there's so many things where she like is doing flips and landing, like handsprings and... Mm-hmm. Things where she just ends up back on her feet. I've got. I don't know if this is a an autocorrect right. that gone has gone wrong, but I've got no idea what my first note here means. What does it say? Bianca gave Mia a top rope boogie. A <laughs> noogie. <laughs> uh, oh, maybe a noogie. Oh, she kind of gave her a noogie, didn't she? Yeah, night? kind of. Yeah. I think that a might boogie. be. <laughs> I wish. Um, yeah. Well, there's a spot where Bianca like nails Mia with a bunch of forearms in the corner, and then puts her in a sleeper hold, but like above her, like basically lifting her off yeah. the ground in the turnbuckle. Uh, looked really cool, and and she gave her a, a boogie essentially. Um, Bianca just keeps working on her, dumps Mia out of the ring, keeps pulling on her hair a lot. Uh, she basically like. Uh, stomps on her face at one point and tells the ref to pin while screaming, I'm the best. Um, <coughs> Mia finally b- fights back with a bunch of strikes and a super kick. There's a gut wrench suplex. Bianca counters a move into this huge spine buster. Clearly, she's a fan of her boss, Triple H. Uh, Bianca then is like kind of being really cheeky and cocky. And then uh, Mia slaps her around, hits a cannonball in the corner but ends up getting a huge forearm, then the K-O-D, and she laughs as the ref pins, counts the pin, uh, Mia Yim loses to Bianca Belair. Uh, what do you think of the K-O-D? It's a great finish. The, I love it. The psycho driver number yeah, two, I really believe. Cool. The Is it cash on demi- demand? If it's a K, it can't be. Are you a fan of J. Cole's album, K-O-D? Sure. Sure I am. It's probably what you named it after. Um, 
Yeah, Bianca Belair is clearly the, the one being pushed here. And not it's not going to ruin Mia Yim because she just got here. Oh, so no, I don't think it ruins Mia Yim yeah. at all. I think Mia Yim just, for the first like while, just needs to go out and look good. Yeah. Like, have good matches. She'll get people on her side. This was nothing really to write home about. It was kind of seemed a little put together and quick. But um, Bianca could go some Yeah, which, as we were saying last week, it could... It could indicate that Kyrie could be winning on Sunday, sure. on Saturday, because I don't see another opponent for Shayna yet, whereas I do see multiple possibilities right. for Kyrie. Um, I love Bianca's face at the end of the match. She's like, "Oh, me? Yeah, yeah, I did yeah, it again." Yeah, yeah. Oh. She's, like laughing, like. <laughs> She's great. I love the. Uh, I love how naturally they get to grow the the performance center talent in uh in NXT. Sure. Like sure you get the you get the stars coming in from the indies and they they come in already at the top pretty much. But I like the cuz it feels like she's been there forever now and but they're just really nicely naturally growing her. It's true. And they've done that with a lot of their own people. They love to. Yeah. Cuz what better way to be like look look what we've created. Yeah. We did this. But they're doing it right whereas as soon as they rush someone to the main roster, they they try to put a rocket on someone's back before right, they're ready and right. that sort of thing. I don't feel they do that in NXT. Uh, yeah, the performance center people, they like love to... You know, if you want to take a look into what the the, the wrestlers coming out of the performance center really look like, like the, the real, you have to go watch that new movie with Paige. Because <laughs> Vince Vaughn is a trainer... In the WWE oh, really? Performance Center, in the trailer for that movie yeah. with The Rock, for it pages. looks awful. Just that, it, that fighting clip, my family. That clip they released a while ago with The yeah, Rock. Yeah, it's in the trailer. Page. Oh, it looks. It's terrible. in the trailer. This movie, the trailer is out, and but we'll have fun. to remember the title because in like ten years' time, if we go to WWE Trivia To, right, they'll show the poster of this film and be like, "Oh, what was that fucking I film think it's called?" Fighting with your, fa- I think family? it's fight. Yeah, fighting. Yeah. The guy from Shaun of the Dead's the dad. The we, guy, the guy, the, like the bigger dude. What's his name? Frost? Nick Frost? Yeah. Wow, the, I'm correcting you on British actors. Oh, from actors. Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, what did I say? I think you said The Walking Dead. Oh, no. Shaun, Shaun of, the of the Dead. Shaun okay. of the Dead. All right. <laughs> yeah, well, Nick Frost. Yeah, Nick Frost. <laughs> yeah, he's so fucking funny. So that maybe, I'll, maybe I will watch this movie. Um, but Vince Vaughn is a trainer in the performance center. Vince Vaughn plays A Train. <laughs> Vince Vaughn is wearing a WWE shirt and he's like, all right, guys, uh, train he's here. Yeah. That blue. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. He's wearing the shirt and you have to watch this trailer. It's great. So clearly, the WWE performance center is pumping out stars because they got Vince fucking Vaughn <laughs> in the back there teaching them the best. What's a good Vince Vaughn movie? Um, Wedding Crashers, Thread, like that's. I'm it. sure he's had some. I don't know. Unpopular opinion: His Psycho shot for shot remake wasn't that bad. It was interesting, but you know, nothing beats Hitchcock original. Um, we now go to War Raiders, <coughs> Ricochet and Pete Dunn. They're backstage. They're all just hanging out because tonight. One of these guys will face off one of the guys from Undisputed Era, and the winner of that match means that their team this Saturday at War Games will have the advantage. So, War Raiders, Ricochet, and Pete Dunne, 
they're all arguing about who is going to be in the match tonight. And Ricochet says, you know I'm chomping at the biscuit. And that's where I started laughing. I don't know what else he said because he started with, you know I'm chomping at the biscuit. I love Ricochet. I love Ricochet. I didn't really like this whole thing. No, it was not good. He's jumping at the biscuit. Uh, so uh, Ricochet and Pete Dunne are arguing because they're like, I want to... Well, Pete Dunne then goes, nah, mate. It just <laughs> made me laugh. And then the War Raiders step in, and it's Hanson who says, all right, all right, it won't be either of you. It's going to be me. So it's going to be Hanson in a match later tonight. We then go to a recap of video. I just want to say, I hate these. They do it in WWE so much. And it reminds me of when, like, I was at school and kids were right. drama and whatever. And everyone's arguing. And then one person's like, stop! Yeah, that's this. It's so lame. <laughs> that it's was like, this. people don't do that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, the that War Raiders do. The War Raiders do. Enough! All right. I'm the one. Uh, all right, Hanson. Recap of Johnny Gargano and Alistair Black. It's a, This is a great video package. Oh, this was awesome. Uh, this is definitely the video they're going to play before the match this Saturday. Um, it's the whole recap of Gargano doing the turn, uh, super kicking Alistair Black, revealing I'm right here. The video from last week or the week before, uh, last week with Gargano as the Joker, mm. explaining, you know, I'm still the good guy. He's deranged. Uh, has new um, interview clips mixed in here from Alistair and Johnny Gargano. Um, there's like slow motion of the actual original video where Regal is running to the parking lot to find Alistair, like that original video. And they have the clip of Gargano walking by Regal in slow motion, which is so they make creepy. Now you've seen the whole story yeah, in the video package, yeah. it makes complete sense. And it was like, Gargano, because really yeah. he's right there, the, the bastard. Um, Black says that Johnny Gargano is not a hero and that he is a coward. Johnny has been consumed, but Saturday, I'll take care of that. Uh, great, great video package. This has me so excited for this match this yeah. is the, the match i want to see the most um it made me wonder because in the video package they didn't say this but i have a feeling down the line or maybe after the consequences of the matches this saturday when champa beat alistair black for the nxt title mm. flashing back a little bit he Johnny Gargano got involved and had the title in the hand and accidentally swung and hit Alistair Black, then was dumped out of the ring. Champa pinned Alistair, and it was all Gargano's fault. And then remember, it was like, oh, wow, you did what you... you you're the reason he became champion. How mm. could you? The guy you hate is now champion because of you. What if it wasn't an accident? And he uses that. Because they that's what they tease in this video package. I think obviously the injury happened after this, yeah, so I, yeah, of course. But I think retrospectively, they're, they could say that. they're making that, and it works it completely. Works because Johnny could be like, "Listen, Gargano I... knows he's tied up with Champa, and if yeah. he wants the title, sure, he's got a better chance with Champa." So, I feel like this is just crazy. The storyline has so much legs; it can continue on mm. different, different little spouts or whatever. Like it could be great. Um, so what a what a promo video for this Black and Alistair. Sorry, Black and Gargano. Uh, it just looks great. Uh, we go to Matt Riddle. He's backstage. He's being interviewed by Kathy Kelly. 
He says, last week I made my debut and I'm ready to take on anything because NXT isn't ready for the bro. And then you hear, oh no. And Cassius Ono walks in. He's wearing a, a t-shirt that some wrestler mixed in with serial killers. He's got like Leatherface and... Uh, Freddy was on there, Jason yeah, was on there. Yeah, all a bunch of them. It looked like the Golden Girls, but it was I don't think it was the Golden Girls. Yeah, so I don't know what it was. He always has cool shirts, uh, Cassius Ono. Uh, Cassius says that he's challenged all the new shiny toys here. Even, he, you know, he's challenged Nakamura, Finn Balor. The list goes on of all the people... That's come. He didn't really name the list of people he's beaten, though. <laughs> like, realistically. Yeah. <laughs> like, John Cena will mention people he's beaten in mm. promos, because John Cena's li- literally beaten every wrestler. Everyone. But you don't hear wrestlers being like, yeah, I fought these people. Yeah. And then it's like, well, wait a second. <laughs> Did you beat any of these people? Yeah. Because, no, you haven't won a match in a long time, uh, including recently. Uh, so he says that. He says that... The new shiny toy, Matt Riddle. This whole bro show thing, it's trash. He says, it's trash. The bro show is trash? Well, bro, what about next week I show you what's trash? He says, uh, all right, fine. Next week it is. And then he walks off. Kathy Kelly then says, oh, I'm so sorry about that, Matt. And Matt Riddle says... No, it's fine. Happens all the time. Bro. Uh, alright. <laughs> like, I don't think I'm going to like this character, to be honest. No? I like yeah. that riddle. Like, I think yeah, it's great yeah. in the ring, but, like, <laughs> it's irritating you recapping bro. It's, it, it, I didn't so. like it. No, it didn't, I didn't like it. Like, <laughs> like I think I, I could be wrong. And I know, I know about Matt Riddle a little bit. He was... Great in the indies, and then now all of a sudden he's here and he does that promo. I just didn't really. It wasn't particularly great. No, bro. People who've seen him, like people who know him already, are gonna like like it. Yeah. But I feel people who don't know anything else going on. I didn't like. Might that. be a bit like, what was that? That was weird. I feel like he needs to smoke a joint before he does a promo because he didn't in this. I could tell by his <laughs> eyes. Um... Uh, I was surprised this is happening next week. I thought they'd put this on the uh, show. Show, yeah, but it I means long time. So we'll they have a good Saturday. Yeah, so it'll be the Hangover show next week. Yeah, so uh, this is next. So week. It'll be pretty, pretty big show then, actually. Yeah, if you are are going to take over War Games this Saturday, this will be the the dark match. Yeah, to, so to get there early. Team. Yeah, to watch Matt Riddle beat Cassius Ono, mm. bro. Uh, maybe they'll wait. Sorry, it's him and Keith Lee. That's the team. Bro, what is it? Brohemian... Bro Lee? Bro Lee. What did I say? That was the name of our show last yeah. week. It was Bro Lee, and I just said Bro Lee. Rhapsody. Bro, Bro Lee versus Oh No. Look, they could all have a team. They could be a unit. They could be... Oh, oh Bro Lee. Bro Leo. Bro Leo. Bro It's like um, Wizard of Oz. Bro Leo? Bro Leo. Oh... I don't know that one, man. You haven't watched Wizard of Oz? No, I've never heard of it. <laughs> I don't think anyone has not seen that movie. Then how do you not know what I'm talking I about? I know what you're talking about, but like, then come on. Then sell it. <laughs> <laughs> I like the flying monkeys. Uh, so, yeah, Matt Riddle, that was strange, I, I found. Yeah. It was like he was stoned, but he wasn't. 
We'll see what happens. I want to see some flip-flops next week. Uh, we then go to our next match of the night. It is Carissa Rivera versus Lacey Evans. Now, I don't know much about Carissa Rivera, but as she made her entrance, we were watching this together last night, you were coming back from the kitchen with a drink and slice of pizza in your hand, and I said, David, you better come quick because I think I found your new favorite, Carissa Rivera. And as I've been saying this the whole time, you've been scrolling through Instagram. Uh, so give me your thoughts on on your new favorite. Uh, she was fantastic. As soon as they said she's from New Jersey, I heard I heard that and I was like, well, David's in love. <laughs> so what? She's your new favorite? She's, well, she's got potential. She's got potential. She's got potential. Right, right, right. Um... Yeah, right. <laughs> recap the match. All right, uh, Lacey so Evans. I'm, I'm, yeah, Lacey. I like her gear as well. She's got like this kind of sure you did Native American oh. gear going on. It's okay. cool. Maybe it's in. Her, hopefully, it's in her heritage. Oh, my mate Scott took that photo. Wow, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Six degrees of separation. Yeah, maybe you have a chance. Uh, what about Kyrie? Oh, Kyrie's always my number. All right. One. Yeah. What about your actual girlfriend? <laughs> She, she, she knows. She knows. <laughs> All right, cool. It's okay. Um, your girlfriend looks like like Kyrie and Carissa Rivera put together. Does she? No, okay. I'm just trying to make you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're not following her on Instagram, which is great. Uh, the match starts off here. It's pretty much a squash match, to be honest. Carissa, however, does chop. Lacey Evans boob here and the crowd starts to like make a chant about boobs and like Lacey is selling it like oh my god why does this girl just <laughs> slap me in my tit um honestly this was really really quick it ends up happening is you guessed it the women's right from Lacey Evans she pins Carissa like nothing um I think Lacey Evans is like getting better in the ring I just the character this is not for me I feel character wise She's kind of done in NXT and should move up because I don't right. see it going anywhere else. Yeah. I see it as a mid-card character. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't... It's not a character that's going to be in 2018 in your title picture, I don't think. I don't see it at the top of the card. Yeah, um, I just I just don't... It's not. It's just not something that's for me in no. wrestling. But she's not terrible. I just... Yeah, I agree. The I'm, character has to I'm not digging it. However, she grabs a microphone. Kit Lacey here. She says that NXT is full of classless nasties. Damn. I'm going to start calling people that. Classless nasties. These girls forget how to carry themselves with sophistication. But don't worry, girls. I'm here to lead by example. And she walks off. Lacey Evans. She could good promo. Yeah, it's I'm I'm sure she'll be fine. She's gotta like, stop dressing characters. It's just yeah, it's a it's a character. It doesn't feel yeah. real. Like you're looking what Becky's doing now. Amazing. Rhonda, like Amazing. All these they're real women who just wanna fucking hurt someone. Yep. And that's great. Whereas you, you you can't really have these gimmicks don't really work anymore. Yeah, I agree. Becky Lynch though. Fuck, Becky Lynch. Oh, she's great. And I've not liked her in the past. Really? Yeah, I was very 
against her. Oh, I liked her. Um, but I think she's great. Fantastic. Right now. She's yeah. the best, maybe the best women's wrestler. From that angle on Monday Night yeah. Raw, maybe the best women's wrestler. Yeah, I find, I find it interesting that they've put Charlotte in the position because that was mania. meant to be mania. So it kind of loses its special feel if they're doing it now. Yeah. So I don't know whether... I can kind of see the match going on early and not really happening. Hmm. And Ronda being pissed and in the women's Survivor Series coming out and throwing everyone. Hmm. So then the audience gets their like Ronda moment that they were right. hoping for. I don't know. And you get away with not doing the match. Um, or they're just going to hold off Becky until Mania. Yeah, I guess that's the new... Becky big... could w- lose the title, win the Rumble and then right. challenge for the Raw title. Becky's. That's something they could do. Becky's on fire. Um, we go to a promo video for Champa versus Velveteen Dream this Saturday. Um, great video as well. It just the, the story here is more rushed than yeah. the like. There was a lot more in the other video packages there, um, as well as the following up video. Like there's just video package yeah. after video package of Kyrie Sane and uh, Shayna Baszler for their two out of three falls title match. Which this video was kind of cool because there's there's this new shot and I know you're you're grinning like it's like she's got the treasure you know what I'm talking about yeah, yeah the treasure chest <laughs> you turned to me yesterday it was like explain this yeah to me, all right David. you have notes on this because like what the fuck she opens the treasure chest and then she's like and look my treasure is gone <laughs> <laughs> it's sad it's so sad have you ever lost your treasure that's the sad hey. Yeah. <laughs> it's sad. Like, that I can I can empathize with Kyrie there. She yeah. wants the treasure back. Who does? It was robbed. I want my treasure by back. By those swashbuckling thieves. Oh, God. Walk the plank. Shane is going to walk the plank on Saturday, maybe. Well, Kyrie doesn't have her treasure. We go to our main event Kyle O'Reilly versus Hansen. Whoever wins this match, their team has the advantage in the War Games match this Saturday in L.A. Here we go. Hansen starts swatting Kyle O'Reilly away just multiple times, throwing him around, pummeling him down. Kylie with the kicks, keeps working on the knee early on. Kyle O'Reilly with the strikes and the palm strikes and all these things are just wild. His palm strikes are crazy. I want to practice them on you. Like the, you know, like I like palm strikes. Yeah, you, <laughs> palm strikes. Chest. He looks so cool too. Like, <laughs> oh, look at this guy! He's punching someone. No, no, no. He's palm, palm strikes. Strike. Get, get on it. Kyle then chop blocks the knee of Hanson. Does an outside dragon screw. Just keeps kicking the shit out of Hanson. Essentially, like Kyle Riley makes it look like he fucking hates. Do you know what? Do you know who Kyle O'Reilly's least favorite '90s two thousand band is? Hanson. <laughs> so he's beating the shit out of Hanson. And Hanson finally fights back. He hits a sidewalk slam. He's throwing him around. Hanson with the suicide dive. And this guy's a big fucking yeah. dude. And he's crazy. Um, this is where Adam Cole runs in. Oh, yeah. Sorry. But Hanson like, landed on his knee yeah. quite bad. Yeah. Like, you saw his pad had kind of slipped down. So it's just... <laughs> His patella just bounced off that ramp. His patella. It didn't look nice. The fuck's a patella? Your knee. All right. 
Biology. Nice. I know a little <laughs> about it. Um, Gross. Uh, <laughs> Hansen is is basically going up on the top rope, and this is where Adam Cole runs down. Wearing very nice pants. Yeah, both of us at the exact same time were like, wow, look at his pants. <laughs> uh, not that they're like sparkly or anything. They're just like... They're well fitted. They're like, dude, where'd you get those? Because like, <laughs> I need a new pair of classic tight black pants. Yeah. And like, those looked good, is what I'm trying to say, Adam Cole. Um, there's a miss on the moonsault. So Hansen goes for an up top moonsault. Again, this guy is massive. What do you, He's going off the top rope. With a moonsault, but Kyle rolled out of the way because of the distraction from Adam Cole. That allows Kyle O'Reilly to hit a huge penalty kick, followed up by an arm bar, then transitions into the ankle lock. This is beautiful. Yeah, this was wild. Kyle O'Reilly is a machine. What I like with Kyle O'Reilly is you, you see the matchup of the two, and obviously O'Reilly's a lot smaller than right. him. But as they're fighting, you completely believe that Kyle O'Reilly could kill this guy. Yeah. Like, he's so technically yes, definitely. great. It's It doesn't matter what size guy he's against. Like, he'll find a spot where he can take you down and and hurt you. Right. Um, he looks legit. I, I We said the same uh, with the Daniel Bryan-AJ match this week. Like, even, though bef- even before the turn, Daniel Bryan was looking way more vicious and violent. Yeah. And you're like... Yeah, he's a small guy. He'd kill you. Like, right, look right. how dangerous he looks. Yeah, like. I do like that Daniel Bryan more so than like the no Daniel Bryan. Yeah, like, the, the absolutely. One. This is what he needs to be more of a Pete Dunne. Right. I think. Yeah, and let's go on that route. Um, and yeah, and Kyle, you're right. Kyle O'Reilly comes out even in this one. So the, they both these guys, Kyle and Hanson, came out with no one else ringside. It, it you know Adam Cole obviously joined in later, but. During his entrance, he comes out all serious, but then does a little bit of the guitar playing yeah. solo, and the kicks and the flails, and then comes back in the ring and is all serious. It's like when Kenny Omega wrestles in group things, he's always funny, and then when he wrestles in singles, he's more serious. But Kyle just kind of shows a little uh, bit of... He came to the ring dressed as a sphinx. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Kyle O'Reilly is now beating the shit out of Hanson. The ankle lock is is like his best, not even like the Kurt Angle ankle lock. This was like the fucking shamrock. He kind of grabs the toe like, as well. Yeah, this is crazy. Um, and Hanson then like gets, finally gets out of it. Uh, Cole tries to interfere with like a, a kick to Hanson there when the ref's not looking, um, which allows Kyle to then hit this dangerous combo of axe kicks and palm strikes yet again. Finally, Raymond Rowe shows up and fights off Adam Cole, which took him a while. Mm. Like, he's your boy. You should have been ready to come out there. Then the rest of Undisputed Era come out to attack Raymond Rowe. And that is when Pete Dunne comes down and starts fighting. But then uh, Bobby Fish chop blocks Pete Dunne viciously so that they're all beating on these guys. Ricochet appears out of nowhere in the ring. Flies over the referee to the outside with a plancha onto everyone, which allows a distraction for Kyle O'Reilly to grab his tag title and smash it over the head of Hanson when the ref wasn't looking. The ref turns around. Kyle O'Reilly gets the pinfall. Undisputed Era will have the advantage at TakeOver War. You did it, Kyle! You did it, Kyle! Damn. Is that what they were saying? Yeah, I love it. They're always like, go, Kyle! You got him, Kyle! It's great. Bobby Fish with his trophy? Yeah. 
He had it in the new shots. Yeah, I know. They, did have it. they took these like video shots to promote the, the takeover match, and in the shot, everyone's got the titles on them, and Bobby Fish has the trophy. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, this, this was is, great. This is really insane. I thought the end was so well executed. Yeah. Like the timing of all of that, like everyone coming out, right. Ricochet spot, it it was great. Um, like, we joke because we're like, oh, we don't really care about this match. And then, like, there's, like, axe kicks and palm strikes. We're like, damn, what the fuck's going on? Like, Hanson is, is a beast as well. But Kyle O'Reilly, what a stand Is Kyle O'Reilly a future WWE champion? Because years ago, um, when I would go to these Ring of Honor shows, I've seen Red Dragon at most of the Ring of Honor shows I've been to with War Machine, uh, War Raiders, sorry. And John Pollock always used to be like, man, that Kyle O'Reilly... He, he could be, like, a big star. I'm like, yeah, that guy's really cool. Now watching NXT, I'm like, fuck. I think John's right. <laughs> yeah. He could be WWE champion. I I don't see it happening, unfortunately. Ever? No. All right, let's put $5 down $5. right now. Canadian. Between now and when? Ever. That was... Well, I'm not going to win that, am I? <laughs> when do you mean? <laughs> you could. You could be champion. What, when he retires? Like, this is up until he retires? Yeah. I don't know. I think he's fantastic. I just... He's still got time. The way, like, WWE is sure. right now. Like, maybe when Triple H takes over. Right. I don't know. I don't... I'd like to be proved wrong. All right. We're going we're gonna to remember this. Yeah. Kyle O'Reilly, future WWE champion. Yeah. David says no. Don't worry, Kyle. I got your back. Oh, I, li- I think I'd mate. like him to. Don't My get me Canadian wrong. Canadian lad. <laughs> sure, I, I'm sure you'd say, oh, Pete Dunne would be a WWE champion. Tyler Bate would be champion. Yeah. No. Canadians can be champion too, David. <laughs> God. Idiot. Uh, so that's the end episode of NXT. Yeah. Um, do you want to go into feedback first and then our predictions or predictions then feedback? Let's give our predictions Okay. for this Saturday's TakeOver War Games. Uh, there's only four announced matches because, I mean, the War Games match is already like an hour yeah. all in there. So let's run through this and let's see what we think is going to happen. Sure. Let's start off with Aleister Black versus Johnny Gargano in a singles match. I think Johnny Gargano will be victorious over Aleister Black simply because I love Aleister Black and I don't know where you go with him either way here. But I'm so intrigued and so in on this Johnny Gargano being revealed as the attacker, the mm. heel turn. It's maybe my favorite thing this year in wrestling just because it's so comic booky and yeah. weird and fun and, and stuff. I want Gargano to, to win this just because he's such a... like. He's like, doesn't know he's the bad guy now. Yeah. It's just so, a good story. But I, I want to see Johnny Gargano beat Aleister Black with a screwy finish or without a screwy finish is the tough one. But that's the one I want to see. I can see Black winning this. Uh, I think he's, um, he's been fucked over a lot. Yes. Uh, and he, he needs his retribution. <laughs> sure. So I can see Black winning this. Um and the loss driving Gargano even more crazy, who will then be involved later on. Okay. You mean being involved in the Tomasa Champa versus Velveteen Dream for the NXT Championship? You think Gar- Gargano's going to get involved in that match? 
It's we didn't see Lars this week. There's going to be some sort of shenanigans in this match. Oh, I think right. we're either going to have Lars, um, which I'm not as interested in. I'd yeah. rather see Lars on a following episode of TV, take out whoever and challenge. Sure, um, but I can see Lars getting involved uh, possibly. I'd like to see Gargano get involved to help Champa win, as we mentioned last week. Um, go on, reform DIY. Yes, the that's what cup. I'm going to see. Yeah, I want to um, see that. I want to. So see... I think I think a pissed off Gargano um, going after Dream. Like Dream was the one who started the whole Johnny failure thing and all that. Right. So I think you can tie it in with that. Uh, He'd get heat if he causes Dream to lose. Exactly. And I think that would be great. Yeah, so if Gargano helps Champa win and they rejoin his DIY. Yeah. And it's all it's all Gargano's plan. He still wants that belt on Champa because his eventual goal is to is to turn and finish Tommaso yeah. Champa and take the title. Yeah, that's what should happen. That's fantasy booking. Yeah. Um So Champa retains. Champa retains. Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Sane for the NXT champion women's championship two out of three falls i think we're gonna see the Kyrie insane elbow mm-hmm. for a fall and we're gonna see some what 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 could be the fall that shana gets the first fall not the the choke out or tap out shana doesn't have any other like well there there could be like the second fall you do the screwy bit with sure. uh with the other two women. Maybe Io Shirai will come out. Who, yeah, and sends him off to the back. Yeah. Like, yeah, the second fall would be a dodgy one that had, like, Kyrie's then completely laid out. Sure. Uh, ref didn't see it. Ref counts the three. And then, like, that means the whole third fall is Kyrie very weak and Shayna in control. And Kyrie... Gets the upset win. Whoa! So Kyrie's gonna. I keep back. going back and forth with this one. You do. I feel, I feel it's too soon for Shayna to lose the title, and now she's got a faction. It kind of strengthens that. But also, I'm looking at the rest of the roster. Who is there? Unless, you, unless you're going to do a heel heel thing, or you're looking to turn Someone. one of your heels babyface. Like, I think you could have a run with Kyrie where she's facing. Lacey Evans on TV build up to a a heel Candice or a Bianca Belair yeah. I see more options with her I yeah. don't see who is in line yeah I don't know who Shana. wins this one I wouldn't mind Shayna staying the champ because you can work with this this team of hers it yeah. makes sense it's like a you could build this Kyrie I don't know where it goes so mm. so maybe I'm gonna say Shayna Baszler retains okay because I'm gonna go with my girl of course you got it you always got to go with your girl. Uh, the main event, the War Games match. The Undisputed Era, Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, and Roddy Strong versus Pete Dunne, Ricochet, and the War Raiders, Hanson and Rowe. I think that Undisputed Era will win War Games two years in a row. I agree. I think this should be their match. Like, they should be undefeated in War Games for a long time. <laughs> That's their... It, it can be something that eventually they bring up to the main roster. They can be like, hey, this is our match. Sure. We win war games. Because we're always out um, war. Yeah, I think they've got to win it. I, I think I think this match will be a crazy match. I think you could have a turn or something between Dunn. Yeah. 
I don't know. I just feel what what is there for the for the baby faces to win here? Yeah, like, realistically. What do you get out of it? Like bragging rights isn't good for a baby face. Yeah. Um it, there's no titles on the line. So you're better off having undisputed win because then that's more fuel for them. We're undefeated in war games. Like it's, they, they, it makes way more sense for them to win. Like War Machine or War Raiders, they don't even get a tag title if they win this. No. They don't get a shot. I mean, if they, if they, if they win, I'm sure they'll, yeah. it can easily set up a shot. But when you've got so much TV between yeah. uh, takeovers, like you don't really want to give away a number one contender. Is Ricochet, Ricochet going to do some crazy flippy, jumpy shit? No, I think it's going to be a very map-based uh, Ricochet we see. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, I feel like we'll see some pretty crazy yeah, spots. Yeah, it's going to be I a hope, great match. I hope we don't get to see the War Raiders finish off like the top because it's so dangerous. The back soup, the back yeah. suplex leg drop thing. Fuck, that thing's scary already. And you're going to do it off the top of this cage thing? <laughs> don't. Please don't. Uh, this match will be insane. Yeah. This will be crazy. The whole card is going to be a lot of fun. So that is Saturday. Listen for our post-wrestling post-show, yeah. I guess you could call it. It'll be myself... Davey and John Pollock Saturday night after TakeOver we will record a TakeOver review it'll be up on the post-wrestling feed and our up next feed so be sure to hit the download button there subscribe to us and all that stuff so look out for that I'm super excited by this show yeah it'll be a lot of fun just four awesome matches yeah Uh, I think it's we say this every time but I think this is the strongest card they've had this is definitely one of them. This could be it, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm just really interested in it. I'm more interested in Black Gargano than I am the War Games match, just because storyline-wise. But it's it's isn't it great to go into a wrestling show and think I'm gonna I'm gonna be blown away by the wrestling, but I'm really interested in where the story's going as yeah. well. What is gonna be the next chapter yeah, exactly. for all of these stories? Uh, which is great. You don't you don't get that as much on main roster. Um. Let's go to feedback. Let's go to our feedback. We John was nice enough because he knew we were busy winning WWE trivia last night at the bar. He was nice enough to put up our feedback thread. Forum.postwrestling.com. It's always free to join and sign up and post. Uh, we take your feedback. John asked our feedbackers to let us know what the match was that they're most anticipating. And with 56% of the vote... It was War Games. The actual War Games match is the match everyone wants to see. But behind that, at 31%, was Aleister Black versus Gargano. Then 18% for Dream and Champa. Seems about right. And then 6 for Shayna and Kyrie. Some people want to see that match. More than others. Um, let's go to Chris from L.A. He says, long time, first time. Hello. We lo- Don't steal that. What are you doing? Don't steal my line. <laughs> I love a long time first time I'm going to keep saying it because every time I say it we get more we get more so if you're a long time first time it doesn't matter if it's the forum.postwrestling.com or Twitter uh, or Instagram just I love we always love getting little messages from long time first times he says first off congrats in order from holding it down for the post wrestling empire and winning the WWE trivia night yeah thank you we did good 
says, Go Home Show for NXT TakeOver and all those video packages got me hyped. Bianca Belair continues to rack up the wins. Don't know how sh close she is to a title program, but certainly looks like she might be on the radar. He says, Matt Riddle just oozes charisma and kills it again, promoting the and challenging Ono. He has all the skills and talent to be the face of NXT, and I hope to see him in the main event spot. Not a fan of Lacey Evans, so I'm glad she squashed the other girl with that punch, although it didn't look as impressive as Nia's face break punch. Eesh. Yeah. <laughs> he says, Kyler Ryle and Hanson put on a great main event, and I can't wait to see how crazy the War Games match is going to be. The War Games match could easily be one of the best matches, considering all the talent that is inside of it. I'll be at the Staples Center this Saturday. And I'm very much looking forward to a great night of matches. NXT never disappoints, so I'm sure I'll have a great time. Awesome. Cheers. Well, hey, man, yeah. Um, make Chris sure you hit LA. us up on Saturday. Uh, it's always good to get uh, perspective from inside the arena. Yeah. So we'd you, love to hear from if you. If you are going to, this goes for Chris from LA, but for anyone who's attending, if you're going there, let us know how it is. Let us know. Give us some feedback for the show, the, the live report, essentially, of what we missed and what came across good and what didn't and stuff like that so that'll be that'll be cool uh your turn uh Jalen from Pickering the fact that the opening match is either going to be the women's title match or Gorgonzola versus Black shows just how incredible this card is thank you NXT for an incredible year for takeovers uh question what's your pick for match of the night who do you think will be the guy that gets the spotlight for each team at War Games um I, I think well, Ricochet is going to do some crazy stuff. He's got yeah. a lot of toys to play with in there. Um, Gargonzola. For your pick of match of the night? Yeah, I think Gargonzola and Black. Yeah. I think that will be a really good match. Uh, th between that and the... It's hard to tell. That, yeah. that War Games match is going to be insane. Last year's was a lot of fun. Um, I think this year's will be better. Carlos from sunny Scotland. I know she still has some things to sort out, but Bel Air is the future of NXT. Though I'm gutted we will have to wait to see it, but Riddle Ono will be so good. Great promo just showing how charismatic Riddle is, but he just say, debut? Bro, it's debut. <laughs> yeah, I think... I think, I think it's he, deliberate. I think he is aware. <laughs> uh, Evans is like Ono. She is solid in the ring, but why is she there? If not, put it... Put in a title program or send her up, but I am not a fan of Team Boote. She needs to be an. Wait. Oh, I am a fan of Team Boote. I that, think Carissa. Rivera. Is that her thing? I Team Boote? Boote. She's wonderful. Um. <laughs> Team Boote? Not booty, Boote. Uh, I don't know what that is, but I'm already a fan of Team Boote. Um, I've been a fan of <laughs> Team Boote. Uh, main event was great, and the results adds a layer of intrigue within... I assume this is due to Dunn being injured. No, I think he's no, fine now. No, this is just... There's always a advantage thing yeah, in war games. Yeah, heels always usually and have it. They, they used to do like a toying cost, so this just... Wait a, no, I think Dunn's fine. He's got a question. With Champa and Gargano's hype videos both containing each other, do you see them reforming DIY? Maybe a Dusty Classic win leading to the third match at Mania. They still have the three-way to do with Black at the Rumble takeover. Yeah. Yep. That's what I see happening. Black versus Gargano versus Champa at the Rumble takeover, and then Black 
I mean, then Gargano and Champa finally at Mania. Yeah. But in between there, there's a lot of time for them to fuck around and yeah. do some shit. So. Uh, what's up guys question if and when Undisputed Era moves up to the main roster who do you guys think should join I say Kevin Owens side note I'm looking forward to coming up to hang in the six with you guys for SummerSlam weekend next year cheers bros nice that was B Detroit I'm assuming he's from Detroit and his name's B hey B hey B Um, he's saying Kevin Owens should join Undisputed Era I don't think anyone should no there's four I think four's strong four is enough yeah Four is a crowd. Um, you could eventually. But if have... I were to throw someone in from main roster, who would it be? Like, if you were to move them up right now, I wouldn't add anything. Like, if you had to, maybe Daniel Bryan, new heel Daniel Bryan, Ring of Team Ring of Honor. Mm. Same way you could do anyone from Ring of Honor, yeah. essentially. Um. Let's go to Germ. He says, biggest takeaway from last night's show was how great an idea it is to decide that War Games advantage via a match as to, opposed to a random coin flip that always goes the heel's way. Creates more of an organic way, giving the heel the obvious advantage. I'm curious if the done angle was done, no pun intended, to account for his legit in- injury and minimize his time and activity in the cage. Okay, so people clearly, we watched this last night. And I asked you if this is where he actually got hurt mm. because he took a chop block from Bobby Fish and then later in the ring he was selling, but he wasn't holding his knee. He was holding his like foot. Yeah, but they didn't really make anything of it on commentary. That's why I'm saying is that, is that where he got hurt? But I feel with it all being taped, they'd have, they could have added something, seeing sure. that we're going into it on Saturday. I mean, he could be the last guy to enter the ring to like minimize the amount he's doing. Sure, yeah. um, I I was under the impression he was like good, right? But me too. There might still be niggles there, and they might want to protect him a bit. Uh, Germ continues on, says potential show of the year coming up this Saturday. I love that takeover feel when you don't care which match is first or next because you're just looking to watch them all. I pop along with the crowd when the match graphic comes up to lead into the always excellent video packages. I saw Champa Dream at a house show a month ago, and the two should really put on something special. Um, under the bright lights of a pay-per-view, don't be surprised if Dream breaks out a famous Bret Hart ring post move. Also, duh butt. <laughs> nice. We have Beetle Ryan. Uh, oh, it's Ryan from last night. Oh, uh, nice. Ryan was in our team. It so, was... so you know, we didn't have John Pollock on our team. That's like Adam Cole not playing in the War Games match yeah. with Undisputed Era. But instead, we had a sub. We brought in our own Roddy Strong. Yeah, we brought in our own Roddy, and his name was Ryan. And Ryan helped us win. Yeah, he did well. Um, he knew, like, I knew a lot of the newer stuff. He knew a lot of the older yeah, stuff. Yeah, he was he definitely was there to pick up the slack on some of the stuff we did not know. Yeah. Uh, happy to have lent a hand at Trivia last night. I thought we were done after a hellacious third round, but was saved in the fourth by two big, big show questions. <laughs> uh, watched some of this show this morning and was a service pool go-home show. To be fair, nothing is needed to set up another great takeover. I hope Lacey Evans gets a post-Survivor Series call-up so we don't have to see her week in and week out anymore. Uh, an outlier is in an otherwise solid women's division. Cheers, guys. Yeah, I think she just feels completely out of place there. And I think 
there's more fun to be had in like a quick five minute segment on Raw to fill time than there is having it as like oh, just this character walking around in NXT. It just it's not. For it me. seems out of place. It's not. It's and not for me. It's, I, I'm. I'm waiting till we get someone being like, "She's the best." What are you guys talking? She's about? fine in the ring, and yeah. like she's clearly getting better. But this whole gimmick, it's it just feels very out of place. Yeah. Just have her do some goofy stuff with our truth backstage. Do you know what I mean? Like fill up five minutes. Sure. That's get her away from me. Yeah. Um. That's it. That's it for this week. Forum Post Wrestling is where we put our feedback. But again, this Saturday. Look for our post-takeover show, Takeover War Games. We'll be doing it with John Pollock from Post Wrestling, so be sure to tune into that. Um, what else is there left to say, David? Um, well, I think that's about it. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, everywhere you find your yeah, podcast, go, give podcast us a, addict. Yeah, items. go download and give us a review and uh, tell us what you think of the show. We always love feedback from the Long time, first times, or anyone who's new to listening to the show, welcome along as well. Every Thursday, postwrestling.com. Uh, yeah. We, we'd ideally like to get, so when you look at the reviews page, one of the first reviews you see isn't Braden Harrington has one of the most annoying personalities true, in though. wrestling podcasts. It's true, though. So, it would be nice if some of your nice comments like moved that one further David, down the list. David, or you're okay with that. Dude, let me, t- <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me tell you something. There's two different types of people in this world. There's haters and there's dreamers. Haters are the ones who gave up on their dreams. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> uh, postwrestling.com. Follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram as well, at D. We always post stuff up there. Um, and I am at Davey Portman. You can follow us along there, and if you're a fan of our stupidness and shenanigans, we post a lot of it on there on Instagram stories and stuff so follow us for that Um, and we'll talk to you guys Saturday with John and that is about it goodbye be safe ahoy (laughs) I thought you had one more bit you said no no I didn't Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.